Welcome to the first ever Tesla Talks podcast, everyone. I say that because it actually feels like we haven't done this ever or for a very, very long time at least. And it has been a long time. It's been, I checked before we came on live, our last Tesla Talks podcast and I'm almost ashamed to say this. I'm, I'm certainly not bragging. I am a little ashamed to say this. Was back on June 30th. Uh, and so it's been like seven seven weeks and a bit. So I apologize to everyone. Summer and life gets in the way. Uh, and I don't know about you guys. When I say you guys, I mean you guys in, in the chat. Uh, and also the guys that I have on my screen here. My panel guests. Other than last week. The Tesla news has been the Tesla news. It's been like just ho-hum. Tesla increases the prices again. And if you're waiting for a Tesla, it's taking that much longer to get it. That seemed to be the news every week, right? <laughs> That's what I thought. Yeah, we had car, car, car wash mode. Okay, we'll see. That's debatable because not all of us have that. <laughs> I don't have it either. So just... Yeah, yeah. You don't have car wash mode? No. Oh. I know. We're my car will stay dirty until I get it. Well, oh. you have the update, though. No, no, I don't. No. Have okay, no, <laughs> that okay. would just be stubborn. Uh. <laughs> what update is that, Dan? Just out of curiosity. Uh, 21.24. Uh, I think we're on three now. Uh, 24.3. Yeah, yeah 24.3. For for, when it first came out, it was 24.24.1. Uh, so everyone thought we were in the future. Oh, yeah. That's right. They had the error on the actual update. They had the what? Sorry? Like they labeled the update wrong. Oh, they so did? It was, so yeah. it was 2024.24.1 was the first oh, update. Oh, okay. Yeah. 2024. Yeah. Someone got fired for that for sure. Well, you know, I mean, like I said, I, I personally, I mean, I'm not making excuses. It's just been, I've been busy, but um, yeah, the test and news, and, and maybe that's a summer thing, just hasn't been, at least for me, and and that by all means doesn't give me the right to not do a show because I don't think that there's news. There's probably news to, to you guys. So, you know, we should have had one um, and hopefully we can, you know, start fresh now <laughs> and uh, so continue. Dad, you said you think someone got fired over that error do you think they got the person who got fired was at the ai day the ai day oh i love how you're, you're speeding this up you know what you can speed me up all you want i don't have any things ready here so hold on a second um yeah it probably was and and that's that we're franklin's doing this a little tongue-in-cheek but he's right um let's start talking we're going to talk about ai day and um can you guys see it there yeah there you go no. um that was last week we knew it was coming. Uh, Elon announced it, what, probably a week and a half, two weeks out, or maybe even more. I forget. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, I, for one, didn't know what it was. I mean, other than the obvious artificial intelligence, I didn't know what was it was going to be like. I, I assumed it was going to be very um, much like Battery Day or even, uh, what was the first one again? Autonomy Day. Uh, Autonomy Day. Thank you. Oh, I didn't. Sorry. You know what? Where's my manners? Franklin rushed me so much I didn't even introduce you guys to everyone. So, I mean, it really needs – you guys need no introduction, but I might as well do it just so I, I don't be rude. On the top of your screen, and I hope it's the same as it is on mine, the top of your screen, we have Dan from Northern Tesla. Welcome, oh, Dan. My hand. There, there it is. Hi, Will. Hi. Right. Yeah, your hand is <laughs> a little messed up there. Thanks for uh, joining us on the show. Thanks and for having me. 
No problem. And down below, um, also from Northern Tesla, apparently, according to his uh, lower third bumper. And the first owner, I, you heard this first here, folks. The first owner of three Tesla bots is Franklin Motherfunker. Yeah, they're in the back. Like, they're right behind me right yeah. now. This is live. Live yeah. yeah. And and you just don't have them turned on. They're just in um standby mode, sleep mode. Yeah, if I need a drink, they'll go get me one, but right now they're just sitting there stationary. Good, um, okay. For well, the audio listeners, my background has three Tesla bots. So. Yeah, well maybe you can um uh, give us a demo of it later. Yeah, maybe. In the show? Yeah. 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 If they if they're char- I wonder what they charge. I wonder if they have uh when they do come out, if they're going to, oh, we'll talk about it in a bit of it, but I was just going to make a, a stupid joke there, but let's continue. AI day. So I'm not going to pretend that I followed it. I'm not going to pretend that I even watched the whole thing to, to be quite honest. I didn't get a chance to watch it live. So I, when I did watch it a few hours later, I skimmed through a lot of it because a lot of it was going right over my head. That's just my simplicity. And I didn't get a lot of it, but, um, the good thing with Drive Tesla Canada and their website, Darren does such a such a good job. He breaks it down and he simplifies it for everyone. So the first thing, and I'm just gonna go. I don't. I'm not even pretend to know what these are. I'm just gonna call them out, and you guys stop me if you know or you want to elaborate more on it, or you guys know what these are. Hydronets. So I wrote this article, by the way. You did. Yeah, if you scroll Oh yes, motherfucker, <laughs> son of. Wow. Okay. Okay. Well, then you know what. Without putting us to sleep, can you tell us a little bit about it? Uh, sure. Thanks. Um, I'm, I'm sure I missed some of it because I tried going back and doing this after the fact based off what I remembered. Um, and I tried to simplify it as best as I could. Uh, so there's Hydronets, which imagine like everything the car does is um, imagine it's in its own little container. So the car knows to stop at a stop sign. That's in a container. The car knows to stop at a red light or a street light. That's in a container. Uh, oh. Whether it's staying in a lane, that's in a container. So basically what they did is on their neural network, um, they put everything in a container. So even on the slide, they had object detection, traffic lights, lane prediction, so on and so forth. Um, within each container, there's a whole bunch of things that happen. Uh, the reason why they containerize everything is for two reasons. Uh, one container can share the same code base from one container to the next. So if they have something that's good out of traffic lights and they want to carry it over to stop signs, they can. Um, and the other good thing is because everything's in its own little compartment, it's very easy to optimize uh, one section without affecting everything else. Oh, that's good. Like sandboxing almost? Yeah, exactly. Okay. Look at Dax and his fancy terminology. It's all you're going to get from me today when it comes to that kind of stuff. Okay, thanks. That's a very, very good explanation because Hydronets, I would not have known where to start. I would I would have th- thought something like Marvel, the universe thing. Okay, going down to Vector Space. I heard them talk about this a lot, and like most of it, it went over my head. <laughs> um, it's just a really fancy way of saying all your cameras are working together to get a full 360 view. Okay. Around your car. Now, the one demo oh, when um, um, Andre was speaking, and is it just me or him and everyone on that team speak really fast? Like it's it sounded like I was watching a podcast sped up times two. 
<laughs> that's how I felt. Like I'm not making fun of the guy. Like if it's a speech impediment or anything, I, I, I really not. But they do. It seemed to me that they talk very fast. The one guy, the, when they brought everyone out at the end and they took questions, the Q and A, and the one guy that talked a lot, the guy with the long hair, the short guy, he spoke normal. Everyone else spoke very, very, very fast. <laughs> um, anyways, what I was going to say with Andre, when he was talking about this and he was showing this demo right here in the, in the left where my cursor is for people that are watching at home with the white, when the car was moving and the cameras were like sort of like sh like trying to reach out and draw the curbs, the curves, or sorry, the curbs as, as it drove along, that reminded me very much of what I – what I – thought um i'm drawing a blank now smart summon does in a parking lot i might have believed that's that's basically what it was showing what it did and then they then he said something about we had it wrong and we had to go back so i might assume that smart summon is going to get a lot better so <laughs> it's i don't understand the reason um basically they from what i understand they have three different code bases right now that are separate from each other. So you have highway driving, you have smart summon, and you have uh, city street driving. Uh, I didn't repeat one, right? Okay. Yep. Um, so basically those three are independent code bases. So when they started doing smart summon, they didn't use their existing code. They started like marking curbs and stuff like that. Um, so smart summon's using its own system right now. And that's why Elon's talking a lot about on Twitter. And I think he just mentioned it today with 9.2 not, not being that great. That he's still trying to merge their code bases, uh, city streets and highways, um, and he mentioned in the past he wants to merge Smart Summon into there. Uh, right now, Smart Summon's using its own system, and eventually, when they merge all of it together, it should be way better. Good because it sucks right now, and I, I don't get me wrong; I've used it and I liked it, and it's come in handy a few times. But for what we needed to do, it's sort of to me it's limited but i don't know those are fighting words for you franklin but yeah. <laughs> i love smart summon i did a summon today and i got a great video of it so did you yeah oh, cool. like yeah when you want it to work it doesn't work but uh when it works it works great yeah well i'll have to wait for the um for the uh, subscription here in canada before i can try it <laughs> yeah i can let you try it on mine if you really want. no no i don't need it that badly <laughs> we can also talk about that since we uh haven't talked to the podcast since that happened either the, uh, the subscription, subscription yeah, 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 that's all you know what, and that's why I said very loosely that there wasn't a lot of news. There was some things, obviously, that that we missed, and yeah, uh, the subscription in the states, um, that was a big thing. I mean, I I, th I thought it was big. I just hope it comes to Canada soon. Like, I I don't, and these are just wishful thinking. I don't think it will. I'm not holding my breath, but I hope it does. So. You as a uh, former FSD driver, would you subscribe or would you get it all outright? No, no, I would subscribe. Yeah. I would subscribe because, A, I like the features that I don't have now that I did have. Um, but, B, I wouldn't. I don't like it enough that I would drop 10K. Well, I mean, with our taxes here, it turns into 13K. Yeah. And, and that the, that's the price not even going up yet. But also... I've worked out what I predict the Canadian pricing to be, and it works out more beneficial to me, in my opinion, to get it um, not for a full-time thing, like not 12 months of the year, but get it, say, maybe half the year, six months of the year. Because you remember, yeah, 
there's a good four or five months of the year here in Canada, or at least Southern Ontario, where in my opinion, I could be wrong because I don't know what they've got up their sleeve for FSD or the beta, but in snow, I don't know. I'll have to wait and see and, and be proven wrong, but I don't think that it would be worth getting it in the winter months. So if, if I just calculated from the summer, the six months in the summer, and we don't even have a full six months, but you know, throwing a little bit of spring and fall in there, um, I think it'd be better off for me value-wise to get it. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, I'm with you, Jax. If I had to get a new one right now, I would not buy it. I'd subscribe. And uh, rough estimate in terms of conversion. And I estimated everything higher in terms of conversion to, uh, like, leeway, leeway gap. You're looking at least seven years at six months usage per year. Yeah. Which yeah. is a lot, right? Yeah. So... Um, My wife will trash the car before then, I guarantee you that, so I'm, yeah. I'm good. <laughs> I mean, hey, we're, let's not leave you out of the equation here. Yeah. No. What do you mean? I'm perfect. <laughs> so, yeah, no, and it's good that you can do it one month and then completely cancel the following month. I like that aspect, too. Yeah, I'm so, I, I'm actually a little shocked that they put that in there, but, you I know. I as well. Yeah. But... No, uh, so I mean, obviously, I can't ask you guys. Are you looking forward to it because you both already have FSD? But I would like to get someone. I mean, if, if we had done it when it was more fresh, when, how long has it been out for? Probably like six weeks. Yeah, about a month or so. Yeah. So, so to Martin's point, uh, they tested FSD in the winter in Quebec and maybe elsewhere in Canada, and it worked. Um, I know some people that have tested in winter climates, and it does work, but it doesn't behave any different with snow on the ground versus without uh, currently. So there's no, uh, like la the last I saw, there was no new measures in place, right? That's a good thing though, isn't it? Well, don't you want it to handle different in snow? Oh, I see. Oh, oh sorry. Sorry for stopping this instance. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, sorry. Yeah. I thought you meant in terms of uh, staying this on road. This guy doesn't believe in safety. <laughs> no, I thought you meant staying on road. I was being narrow-minded. Yeah. Oh, no, definitely. You're right. For acceleration yeah. and, and slowing down and, and heavy braking. Oh yeah. Yeah. See, and those those are all the things that only an experienced driver in those conditions or an experienced set of code, <laughs> I guess you could say, uh, would put in there. Anyways, let's get back to um, AI day. Um, occupancy tracker. That was what we were talking about. Vector space. And then yeah. Uh, so scroll back up for a sec. So the vector space is neat because. Um, all the, if you think all the cameras on your car are all different angles, they're not all like outwards and whatever. So they talked in their presentation that uh, they had to like stitch all the different angles together and they had to account for the angles in terms yeah. of like, stitching the full image. And it's really neat because they can like peg down to a single pixel in terms of what's where. So it's kind of neat. Yeah, that is pretty cool. And and then what they did, and I think I'm jumping the gun. I think you're gonna get to it. Uh, is when they did the uh, simulation and the 3D simulation. That yeah. was amazing how they did that. But anyways, um, next in your list was video module. Yeah. So um, okay. So uh, how to explain this to make it easier? So neural network has a whole bunch of uh, components to it, and your data is sent through. Um, so imagine me telling Dan something, and he's going to explain it to me, but he doesn't understand it fully, so he's going to explain it to Dax, and Dax is going to help him. It like goes through different layers, is what I'm trying to say, your data. Uh, so they have like a video module um, that they can send data through, and this basically helps them 
determine where cars are and where things are and help predicting objects. Uh, take, like, <coughs> uh, basically there's a memory limit that they have on the car and they can't remember everything. So they basically send all this data through this video module to help them uh, simplify the process of things that are happening around the car. Sorry, I think I've really made that more confusing than it had to be. <laughs> Dax is muted. So is that... Uh... Sorry, sorry. Yeah, I, I muted myself and I forgot to unmute myself. I was saying, no, no, that, that's that's a good explanation. We're just going to keep going through these uh, because I'm, I'm assuming that anyone that's listening to this or watching this has already uh, seen the AI Day video. So this will just be a, a brief recap. I don't need to, we don't need to go deep into it. Um, but moving on, you, you have another category here called predictions. Uh, more or less, they had a chart that said collision risk rate. So as the car is driving around, it's making predictions in real time. It determines what the risk rate is of a collision, and if the collision risk rate is high, it's probably not going to do that thing that it wants to do. It's going to try something else until the uh, risk rate drops. Uh, then we have labeling data. Um, Dax and I talked about this one a little bit offline. Um, so, any like you have to start from somewhere. So imagine you're raising like a baby. You want your baby to know what a dog is or a cat is. You can't just say dog go go learn what a dog is you, you kind of show them pictures or you show them what the actual dog looks like and then over time they understand what a dog is um neural networks are the same you got to label information so uh tesla eventually wants to get this fully automated but to start you still need labelers uh so they mentioned they have like a thousand people in house labeling information um and this is where dax and i were talking off air it'd be really neat to allow tesla users to label data and i'm sure tons of people would be willing to to spend time labeling data for them um and then dax brought up a point where would it look bad because like they're getting like free labor from people and google does the same exact thing so if you search something on google photos and you like hit the end of your result it'll say hey you want better photo results help us label and it's going to link you to a website to help you label data so whether you're searching like dog it's going to start showing pictures of dogs for you to click so you help their algorithm get better so i'm wondering how many people actually participate in that the google one so franklin why do you think they don't use like drivers to do that um well maybe they don't have like a good user like end user system in place for labeling because from what i saw in their presentation it looked pretty complex mm -hmm. so maybe they have to make like a user portal I don't know. Oh, they're worried about incorrect labeling. Well, that's what I was saying when Franklin and I were talking. Like, what happens if people would, uh, you know, do that on purpose to maliciously, you know, f with the system type of thing? And Franklin had a good answer for that. Yeah. So, if you're labeling like ten things and you get all ten, you're labeling all ten incorrectly. Not a hot dog. Uh, excellent Silicon Valley reference. Um, if you're labeling 10 things in a row and you label all 10 incorrectly, uh, the system already has a general idea of what, like, Tesla already knows what a stop sign should be, right? So if you're labeling 10 stop sign pictures in a row, or like 3D views, and you've got 0 for 10, the system knows at that point that you're doing it just to mess them up, because they know that your answers are drastically different than all 10. Yeah. Right? So, I mean, it wouldn't be super hard to pick up... Um, people that are doing it maliciously 
Um, and chances are you guys already, like, everyone listening is probably labeled data as well. Uh, you know those, like, CAPTCHA codes that pop up? Um, they used to do that for, like, books, to translate books from text-based to, like, digital-based. And now they're u utilizing it for, like, uh, transport labels. So if you notice, a lot of them, like, click the cars, click the motorcycles, boats, so on and so forth. A lot of that is for self-driving. They're getting harder and harder, I find. Yeah, because they went through all the easy... Yeah. You're, we're on the long tail now. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, that's that's more or less what it is. Um, yeah. Okay, then, cool. They Sorry, had but... 2D, 2D image labeling, yeah. uh, which they started with, and then they went to 3D image labeling, more or less. Or 4D force. space. Yeah. Yeah, okay, so... And, and, and then we did and then they did simulations like I said I don't want to get too too deep in the weeds with this and and lose a lot of people like uh we were being lost like I was being lost anyways uh, but I what, what was your take on it guys like did you find it informative did you find it promising are you guys excited about uh, the future after watching this or listening to this well I'm like Dax I just went right over my head so uh, but the, the, the general idea that I got is that Tesla's not more of a car company, but they're like a full, they're a computer company, really, like with uh, full autonomy and going towards that and labeling and all the other stuff that they're doing. Um, definitely confident for the future and what it's going to bring in terms of not just with cars, but with everything. They always said they're going to use Dojo to use other things as well. So that's exciting. Yeah. yeah. It, it, I mean, sorry, Frank, go ahead. What was your take uh, on it? I think. Um, it's interesting because if you start looking at the tech that they presented um, for, on a global scale, like a lot of what they showed is like would be placed somewhere in the top like five to ten range worldwide, which is extremely impressive considering they're just a car company, right? Yeah. Um, and some areas are like insane. It's like extremely impressive, and they put this on f to acquire talent. Like it's, they were more shy about it. Um, where, like, some areas you can tell that they just started and it was, like, rather disappointing. Like the simulator, where I know a lot of people are like, oh, my God, the simulator. Um, they're using a game engine and it only has, like, 20,000 kilometers of road. Um, so you can tell that's, like, still early development, right? Um, so while some areas I was, like, super impressed, some areas I was a little bit disappointed. I think overall if you factor that, you know, everyone sees them as just, like, a traditional car company, uh, it's extremely impressive what they've accomplished. One thing also I took away is that they're trying to build their, all their chips in-house, which is with the global chip shortage, it's really important that uh, they can do all these things, right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah no, I, I uh, agree with what you guys were saying. Like like I said earlier, right? a lot of it went over my head, but it was still interesting none, nonetheless. And, um, you know, I was impressed. And there was some stuff that we learned, and we'll get to it in, in, in a little bit. Uh, some new information we learned about uh, the Teslas and even about new things. And one of the new things was what we were, were talking about earlier uh, in um, Franklin's background was uh, the Tesla bot. Did anyone see this coming? <laughs> Did, can, can you guys sit there and look me straight in the camera and say you knew that Tesla was making a robot? Because I'll call you a liar. <laughs> so on the invite, they said other hardware and software advancements. So you have to know they're making some sort of hardware. What it was, who knows? Yeah, well, everyone assumed it was Dojo. Can I not? Is it not safe to assume that? 
Is it not safe for me to assume that everyone else assumed that? <laughs> well, no, no. We knew that was coming. I, I just thought it was be something else. I didn't know what. Uh, some people thought it was a $25,000 one and stuff like that. But Yeah. Well, anyways. Vacuum cleaner. Yeah. <laughs> to put... um. To put all the other vacuum manufacturers out of business or something like that. No, yeah. well, anyways, with Tes- lidar, just to mess with everyone. <laughs> Tesla released. Well, see, I shouldn't even say release because they didn't release. They talked about the future and making a Tesla robot, a humanoid robot. And if you haven't seen it, I mean, all you have to do is open up Google and Google Tesla robot, and you'll see it. It's it's a black and white humanoid figure robot that uh, we'll go down to the specs here. Um, specs were pretty impressive and I'm surprised they did it but when I see the specs I'm like okay it makes sense it's like I said it's gonna have five uh, sorry 10 fingers 10 toes actually I don't even it didn't say whether they're gonna have toes it's gonna have two hands with five fingers each and two feet two legs and two arms and so, so it's gonna look like a human uh, it's gonna be 58 it's gonna be 125 pounds which I thought was pretty light for all the hardware they're going to put in there. You have to overpower it. That's why. Yeah. Uh, maybe. Why. Uh, yeah. And, and that was a big thing. They had, you had to overpower it uh, because um, Elon, I mean, it's amazing because he was, you know, spearheading this whole thing years ago about, we have to be careful with, with AI. It, it could be dangerous and stuff. Like and now he seems to be the first to do it now. I know a lot of people said, oh, he's doing it so no one else does it first, so you can control it better. I don't know. We'll, we'll see. It's got a top speed of uh, getting back to the robot. It's got a top speed of 5 miles an hour, uh, arm extended lift of 10 pounds, uh, deadlift of 150, and it'll carry 45 pounds uh, in, in weight. So, you know, I mean, he's saying it's going to be friendly. And he wants to. He's building it basically to eliminate the dangerous and repetitive tasks that could be like boring. So, we'll see. What's your take on it, guys? On the Tesla bot? I've seen a lot of interesting takes online over the last <laughs> forty-eight hours. Needless to say, um, I'm gonna make a wild prediction here. Uh, we're not gonna see half the stuff or ninety percent of the stuff I've read online. This bot will not be operational in the next year. It's not taking over all the minimum, minimum wage jobs. Uh, <laughs> It's, yeah, um, I think it's neat, but it's, like, you're not going to send this thing to go to the grocery store to pick you up groceries. Um, I think it was K10 that mentioned it. Like, you can steal this thing pretty easy, right? Yeah, no, so but you, you know what? Shoulders. Well, you know what? It was It's funny. <laughs> After we had this conversation, you were telling me about that, about going to groceries, and I was saying I agree with you. But I was listening back on the, uh, on a, on the actual... AI thing, and I think it's Elon himself said that you could send it out to pick up a few groceries. So he's saying that himself. <laughs> I don't know, and I, I don't get how. Like, like because I totally agree with you. If if this is going to be like, and I'm assuming, ten, fifteen grand, twenty grand, I was going to steal it. But I mean, I guess it's like anything else. Like, it'll be trackable, right? Yeah, I foresee it like. Someone's on someone's shoulders and it's screaming, "Help me!" And it's <laughs> yeah, and then that's where they can override it and they can overpower you. Then, I mean, and it doesn't go fast enough; it can't run away. No, so, but like, can this thing even work? Like, in a year, they can get this thing walking normally, no. like a like a person. Well, that's the other thing that uh, Franklin was alluding to. Uh, half of the stuff that people are 
talking about or wishing about already um, isn't going to come to fruition. First of all, Elon says in about a year or so, they'll have a, what was his word? A prototype? Prototype, yeah. Well, A, he says in about a year or so. So that's very vague. And B, the words are coming out of Elon Musk's mouth. So that should be your second clue that this isn't coming anytime soon. It's going to be armed with not a flamethrower. That's how it'll protect itself. Uh, yeah. Like Boston, Dyna- Boston Dynamics has been doing their thing for 10 years, and uh, it doesn't look like a humanoid. So like, how hard is it going to get this thing to be walking is my question. So Boston Dynamics has been in existence since 1990. Um, and a lot of people, there's a huge misconception online. Uh, Boston Dynamics does use AI. It's not like pre-made routines that it's doing. It is, but it isn't. Uh, imagine like a dance recital. You know what moves you're going to do, but you still have to pull it off. And it's still calculating, like, word stepping and stuff like that. So it's really impressive. Um, Boston Dynamics, I forget the name now off the top of my head. They were working on a humanoid-type project. And for whatever reason, they canceled it. Um, I don't know the reason why. I, I'd be interested to see how fast they bring this to market. I, I can't, like, a prototype in one year, I, I'd be amazed if they had, like, an actual working prototype rather than just a shell. I'd be pissed because if they bring that out before my Cybertruck, I'll be pissed. <laughs> That's all I have to say. Or full, yeah. full self-driving for the rest of us. Oh, yeah. Yeah, for the and for the people that have been waiting since 2016. Here, here's the other thing to remember. Um, take, like, a really simple job, like a task that's repetitive. A lot of those tasks are already automated by robots, right? So for this thing to come in and, like, automate tasks further, it has to be, like, trained for those tasks. And I'm not saying it's not possible. I just don't see it's going to happen in, like, I saw predictions by, like, 2030. It's going to, like, be the everything, you know? It's going to do your plumbing, your lighting and electrical. It's going to build you a house, right? And I just, I don't think that's a reasonable timeline. So I think concept's neat. I think it's going to take a while. Now, do you think it's more Tesla showing that they're more than a car company? I can, uh, yeah, I agree with that. Yeah, and, and I think that's, I mean, other than the obvious, what what uh, we all knew the whole AI thing was for, which was recruiting, um, th- th- that is, I, I know, I, I think I think that's obvious that it ain't going to be anytime so, soon. And go ahead. Hockey Day brings up a good point. It will be used for Mars, and I can see that. Um, if you think everything he does is all connected to space, right? So he has um, SpaceX, yeah. obviously, which is going to space. He has his Teslas, which he can send to space, like electric vehicles, um, that he's not relying on anything but energy. Um, he has a boring company, so he can like dig while he's on space. He's building the robots, <laughs> um, so he can send them on space. Like, if you start thinking about it, everything is space-related with him, right? Like, there's deeper meaning to everything he does. He's got Starnet, I mean Starlink. Starlink, yeah. Yeah, which he just tweeted earlier today. 100,000? They hit 100,000 for Starlink? Subscribers? Uh, <laughs> and, uh, maybe not subscribers. How, how did they word it? 100,000 units, maybe? Mm, I forget yeah. what it was. I it don't was know. 100,000 something. I that's think they have that's as think... much as news gathering you're going to get from me. <laughs> I think they have to think big to keep challenging the talent they have and need. Mission accomplished. See, and that's just it, right? It's a that conference was to attract talent. 
So if you're someone who's considering working for them, um, or you, you're like in that field, you're saying like, wow, look at this really cool whatever they just showed off, right? And a lot of what they showed off in their presentation, they were using standard, um, uh, standard like algorithms and stuff like that, like industry standard stuff. So anyone who's like in the field would know exactly what they're talking about, um, with the exception of this robot, obviously. Um, so it'd be like, yeah, I can totally go work there, right? I'm not learning anything drastically different, but I'm working on these really cool projects. So it, it is a great way to attract uh, talent that is interested, right? Yeah, I agree. Yeah, I have to agree too, because like, like me and Dax didn't get it. Uh, you're, you're a bit more technical savvy than us, but uh, I think definitely it was, if they wanted to gear towards the public and make the public aware of what they're doing, they would have dumbed it down a bit, but they were totally going for that clientele, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. They're trying to uh, schmooze, schmooze and uh, woo the, um, the talent out there. Because that's the only thing I think is holding them back right now. Like he, Elon said it before that what's holding them back is um, you know talent and and people with with the brain power to help them go forward. I thought there was a like there's a I thought there was a talent shortage because I've been trying to hire actively um, for the last like few months. And then after this conference, I realized all the talent's been hiding on Twitter. Who knew? <laughs> <laughs> oh no 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 sorry all the talent is hiding in clubhouse you go to clubhouse everyone knows everything like it's amazing the knowledge in clubhouse <laughs> well like i'll give you an example i did a if you notice i didn't touch like the hardware too much in that article i'm not a hardware specialist i know very little about hardware um i'm very software oriented right um people have like specialties and you find online everyone's a specialist in everything so yeah yeah. yeah, one of the things that uh, came out, I mean, there's a handful of things that came out, that I guess, secrets and stuff. Had. Oh, by the way, that, um, uh, what, was it the bot or the software that was named, uh, codenamed Optimus? The bot. It was the bot, yeah. Yeah. That, Do you know that's, the reference? Optimus Prime, we all know that. Okay. Yeah, okay. I was I checking. I, I grew sure, up in yeah. the '80s. I'm I'm a lot older than you. I I know the the OG Optimus. Anyways, um, anyone else before we go any further? Anyone else think that guy got fired for slipping up? <laughs> <laughs> after after the show was over, he's like, "Pack your bags, you're out of here." <laughs> if he was on that show, he's higher up. He's fine. I know, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. And it wasn't a show, but I know what you mean. So yeah. one of the – I'm just busting your things. Um, <laughs> one of the things that came out of um, the AI day was uh, we found out some juicy information about the Cybertruck. Uh, with the Q&A came up um, uh, Hardware 4, and Elon was talking about the Hardware 4, and then the new uh, generation of uh, cameras and stuff had. And um, – this wasn't a slip up. I think he, he came right out and said that uh, that they're hoping to get it in or they're going to try to get it in uh, as early as next year with the uh, Cybertruck. So w does that mean that the actual dr uh, FSD will be better? And I think somebody asked him that. But, uh, when I say better, between uh, Hardware 3, what all of us have now, and Hardware 4. And I think Elon came out, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, guys. Elon came out and said, yeah, it, it probably will be uh, on a magnitude of whatever uh, scale he used. But 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 then he he gave a good example. He, he compared it to everyday drivers right now. It's like some drivers are 
so-so. Some drivers are really good drivers, right? And the so-so drivers are still able and still licensed on the road. And, you know, it's, it's, it's debatable whether they should have their license and be on the road, but it is what it is, right? And that's an argument for another time. So I, I like the analogy and the way he uh, he articulated that, saying that, you know what, just because they're they're not as good as this driver, that doesn't mean they shouldn't be on the road. And, and that also ruled out anyone thinking that there was going to be a, an upgrade or that Hardware 3 wasn't going to be FSD uh ready like powerful enough so i think that that put a lot of those comments to 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 bed or those speculations to bed i don't think there's going to be an upgrade it sounds like it's going to be a completely different thing it's not going to be like swappable you don't think they'll upgrade the cameras uh in the hardware with the current cars today correct yeah no i I think yes and the only reason why i think yes is because they have to add mics to them huh maybe well then (laughs) You don't think maybe they could just add one central mic? I don't know. Like again, I'm not a harbor person, but like if you guys rent the sound, can you hear like from directions from one? Whereas like if you hear from all the different sides of the car, you can know where. Like, yeah, three sixty like surround like a surround sound type of thing. So yeah, so they got mics nice everywhere. Yeah, so yeah the police maybe come behind you or beside you or an ambulance or fire truck. You know where it's coming from. You don't have, but that's only optional. You don't have to stop. With, for emergency vehicles. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. Trust me. There, I say that obviously very, very jokingly, uh, but <laughs> there's a lot of people that <laughs> don't joke if they said that same phrase. They, they wouldn't be joking. Anyways, so yeah, so I thought that was pretty cool that the Cybertruck's going to um, uh, encompass uh Hardware 4 and the new things. Now, the way he said it, and uh, let me see if if it's in this article here. Uh, the way he said it, did anyone take it in the sense that it's going to be in there in the Cybertrucks the day it's launched, like the Cybertrucks launched, or Cybertrucks are going to come and then sometime later in the year they'll make the transition from hardware three into hardware four um so i wouldn't read too much into it because he said the cyber trucks in about a year or so which means it'd be delayed to the end of the year which means that if he's a year out i don't think he knows exactly when that hardware is going to be ready to be put in yeah yeah here, here's here's if you watching at home here's where he says even though must said the new computer would launch with Cybertruck. Quote unquote, in about a year or so. <laughs> I hate with that or so. That does, uh, yeah, with the Cybertruck. Yeah. So, yeah. but so, yeah, and that, that brought up a, a big, huge uh, uh, discussion then. Now, is like, did any, anyone that was thinking that it was going to be delayed from late 2021, which we have it officially delayed, and that was some of the other news we, lo- we, we didn't get to uh, in the past few weeks, that, uh, Tesla said now it's going to be 2022, but just said 2022. Didn't say early, didn't say spring, didn't say fall like sometimes they do. Uh, they just said 2022. So if anyone thought, okay, it's going to be delayed from late 2021 to now 2022, it'll be like January, February, maybe March. Now it's looking like end of 2020. It's looking yeah. like the end. It's looking like a full year delay, yeah. which disappoints me and probably half a million other people that will be getting one, but... So, Kevin brings up a good point, if we can backtrack for a sec. What did you Uh, say, Kevin? 
Humans need a siren because we aren't looking in all directions. Uh, they also have an internal mic that they already use. Uh, I know the internal mic cannot be used constantly because it'll overheat. It's not made for that. I know someone brought it up and they mentioned that. So I know they can't use the internal mic. How do they know that? Um, I like someone from Tesla said, said that? An extended audio call, I'm guessing. But you, you got to remember, if the mic's being used for an audio call, it can't be listening. Mm-hmm. Right? That's so true. They, they can't use an internal mic. Uh, but what is interesting is the cameras. So do you think... Well, Elon said on Twitter that they need to be able to listen. And they need to be able to hear. Yeah. But, but he does bring up a good point. The only thing is, that wouldn't you want the car to start moving over in advance? Uh, I don't know what well, your thoughts... In, in a perfect world, in a perfect scenario, you'd want it to move over in advance. But once again, look at the human drivers out there. And I, I know, I know, FSC is supposed to be better than human drivers and take that error out of the equation. But right now, it's like you see an ambulance or a fire truck or, or, or a cop drive up to you or from behind. It's like half the people don't know what to do, panic, or ignore. And then the 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 slim minority of people do what they're supposed to do properly. I'm telling you this. No, no, no. <laughs> I, I, I see it when I drive on roads. I get that. I'm just yeah, playing trying to play doubles advocate here, right? Oh no, I know. I'm not blaming. You. I'm just saying it's it's annoying because. But in that scenario, that's if the like the emergency car is coming from behind you. I think what they need a mic for is if you're coming to like a T intersection and there's an emergency vehicle coming to your left or right and you don't see it yet, but you can hear it coming. Right. And mm -hmm. that's why I think that Mike should pick it up. Yeah. Well, you know what, but it's so hard sometimes, like, especially if you're downtown and you got high, high towers and stuff like that. And that siren, wherever it's coming from is echoing off buildings and stuff. like that. I I'll be honest. Like, like I keep touting, I, I don't want it to sound like I'm showing off or something, but I'm very aware of road safety and try to be very, and I'm not perfect. I'm not saying I am, but I try to be very aware of emergency vehicles and, and doing the right thing and pulling over to the side. But I've been in situations before, and let me know if you guys have been, where I've heard a siren and I've looked and I've scanned around and I don't I don't see it coming and and the light goes from red to green and I'm not going to go because I don't know where it's coming from. I can't mm -hmm. see it yet, but I hear it getting louder and louder. And I've had idiots that honk at me. I was just about to say, I've had oh, yeah. people honk at yeah, me because yeah. I'm and stopped it, at the green. And I'm not talking Brampton. I'm talking just normal places. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I kid, I kid. But um, yeah, and and it's not till like the last five seconds before I can uh, it, it actually comes up on me uh, is that I actually see the vehicle or I see the lights. So I um, mean, it yeah, that's why the mic would be important because I can't like I think Kevin's comment was the car sees everything because there's cameras all around, but uh, the camera won't pick up uh, in, like a fire police car going the opposite direction, right? So that's why you need the mic to at least make the car aware that there's a car somewhere. Yeah, yeah. No, and then that's, I, that's, I want to bring it up because it's an interesting point, right? It is, it is, and I'm curious to know how it's going to work too because there's other uh, high densely populated uh, urban cities or metropolises where you hear a siren like every minute and it's not ex exactly coming towards you, but it's maybe on the adjacent, uh, on a parallel street of you and you can hear it and it's going by, but it's not affecting your, your lane of traffic or your, uh, your situation at all. 
So I'm curious how it's going to deal with that. Well, I think that's why you need one-on-one because if they had a mic on every camera, they can triangulate which direction it's coming from and how loud it is and what, like, you know, they can kind of figure out kind of where it is, right? Yeah, yeah you're, you're right. You're right. It, it would be a lot better than a human ear. Yeah. Uh, where are we? What are we talking about? Okay, so that was Hardware 3 and the Cyber or hard, Hardware 4 and the Cybertruck. And uh, did it? Did we... Did I miss anything else that they talked about that there were little uh, secrets or not even secrets, but little uh, tidbits that they announced or didn't mean to announce, but inadvertently announced on AI day? No, I think that's it. That's all I got. Oh, I like, I like that background. There you got there, Dan. <laughs> Isn't there an iRobot 2 coming out soon? I've not heard. I thought I saw a trailer for iRobot 2. Huh. Anyways, they're waiting okay. for Tesla to be announced. Yeah, maybe that's what they're waiting for. <laughs> but it's amazing how fast. And sorry, sorry, I apologize for all the auto listeners, uh, but the people watching the video, Dan's got this background of. Um, <laughs> I'll, I'll tweet it. <laughs> You'll tweet it out. Okay, yeah. go to Northern Tesla uh, Twitter feed from Monday at eight fifty three or eight fifty four p.m. Eastern time. You'll see where Dan's uh, uh, background is coming from. Basically, it's it's a screenshot from uh, iRobot where all the little robots are lined up and Will Smith is like hiding in them. If you've seen the movie, and uh, someone has made them into uh, all those iRobots into. Um, bots. I did. I did. You did that? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know you did that. That's pretty good. Okay. <laughs> someone did this. I, I thought just someone did it. And you picked it up. Okay. Uh, no. I, I I like how how you stand up and take credit. Like you know, that's of good. Of course. Yeah, I would too. No, okay, I didn't know you did it. <laughs> you know what? In that case, if you did it, let me make it bigger. There you go. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah, you're blocking Will. <laughs> okay, moving on while while we do that and we um, show everyone Dan's giant head, we'll move on to um, some more news from this week. Tessa begins, and, and I sort of, this is if anyone saw my... Um, a thumbnail to the podcast on YouTube. Uh, this is what I think was the big news that broke today. Uh, what is it? It's um, August 23rd today. It's 23rd, right? Yeah, 23rd. Uh, Tesla begins model wide deliveries in Germany. Did anybody see this coming? Or did everyone think that it was going to be delayed and it was going to be delayed? And, and like, it just it seemed like so much was not going their way in the past few weeks to a few months. Uh, with with everyone trying to you know kibosh them in in so, Germany, are these these are deliveries from Shanghai, right? Not the Berlin. Uh, it very well could be. Um, yeah, I think that's why I heard is that they they shipped over a bunch of uh, cars from Shanghai because uh, Berlin got delayed. Yep. So yep. they sent them over. And they've yeah. Yeah. Okay. So so. That changes everything for one and for two, um, but it's still good. And that leads into the next uh, uh, topic that I have actually about about uh, Shanghai. But yeah, you know, it, it came overseas or whatever, but it still goes to show you that there started deliveries either way. And um, the unique thing about this is if you scroll down in um, this Darren's, yeah, this is Darren's article. I got to make sure now it's not Franklin's article. I don't want to screw the guy up and not give him credit. I've um, written three articles. Okay. Time on drive to okay. Canada. You're fine. So I'm fine to to yeah, one, ro- one roll the dice. Months. One every six months. Yeah. 
So what Darren says here, uh, what makes it interesting is this delivery uh, was at a new Tesla location that used to be a, a Porsche dealership. It's a former Porsche dealership. So that, I don't know, that that does that just like add, like just rubs salt in the wounds or something like that? Or, or at least, uh, you know, I don't know. I, I just think it's poetic that um that they're doing but it's good to know that they they started you know I, i'm glad you brought that up uh dan that it is actually from from shanghai because what it's going to do it's going to segue segue me perfectly into um what they're doing now here in um or not here but in in shanghai in china they've actually now achieved 1000 units per day uh which is now surpassed what the uh the units are for the Model Three, so they're they shut down. If if I remember correctly, uh, they shut down for f- three or four days uh, last week or a couple weeks ago, and right away all the skeptics and all the uh, fudsters and all the shorts said, "Oh, you know, there's no more demand in China. It's all exhausted. Uh, they can't sell anymore. That's why they shut down." But rumor was they shut down to make some improvements and stuff like that and as soon as they opened up back up and they did make those improvements now they're up to a thousand per day and i don't know about you guys tell me i'd like to know your opinion on it um but that if you think about it and i have no idea i'm not a, a, a industry expert when it comes to um automotive manufacturing or anything like that maybe we should get trevor on this because he seems to have more of that kind of uh knowledge but other than like the big legacy automakers, I don't know. Like to me, a thousand a day, a thousand vehicles produced a day is pretty impressive. Like, Even 800, 800, by the way, 800 is what uh, the Model 3 is uh, is getting in Shanghai. But now the Y is getting a thousand. Is a thousand, does that impress you guys? Does that sound astonishing? Well, I'm not a car expert either, so I don't know exactly what's like what's normal for uh, for a car plant. So I can't really tell you. One a day is impressive to me. So yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, I have, no, I have no idea. Basically, is what I'm saying. Here's a little trivia. Um, do you know? And even if people uh, at home listening to this or watching this afterwards, or people in the in the chat right now live, do you know how long it takes to make a Model Three from beginning to end? Uh, six hours, like with paint and everything like that, or just the assembly from beginning to end. I guess it's. I, well, I'm not. I'm not including like refining the the uh, the steel out of the ground. <laughs> well, I'd, I'd say uh, two days. Franklin, mm. you, right, you hazard a guess. I don't know, like twelve hours three hours now this is i'm taking this from a reliable source in, per, in terms of i trust a person that they're not going to make it up but i haven't fact checked it but but i was told in one of my about a week or two ago one of my tesla groups uh they heard it took three hours to make a, te- a model three that's impressive so just to backtrack a bit i just did a google search on how many cars uh, a ford plant makes a day it's eight thousand so shouldn't be too impressed <laughs> 8,000, but no, but you should, but you should be impressed because that's Ford, a company that's got like, 
how yeah. big like, I'm not talking market cap, but I'm that's talking one like, plant though. That's one plant average. Yeah. That's that's I to me, a small company like Tesla, and I'm not talking about their their like I said, their stock. I'm talking about yeah. The, yeah. the company itself comparing it to like Ford. Like that's pretty impressive. And the, I think more impressive is the fact that they can scale up like that. Yep. Yep. Um, just in comparison, that same person that told me it took three hours uh, wondered, just like the rest of us in that group wondered, how long is like okay three hours? We have nothing to like bench that against or like compare that against. So three hours just sounds impressive, but like. Is that terrible? Does it take twenty minutes in another manufacturer to do it? Like, or does it take like Dan said two days? So he went out and he uh, researched it, and I, th- I think it was Ford. Don't quote quote me, um, but it was another legacy big car company. It took I think it was sixteen or seventeen hours compared to three hours. So it just goes to show you the um, efficiency of their. Uh, manufacturing and i wonder if that how long the y takes because of the uh single rear casting yeah it probably takes less less. exactly that's that's not even considering that the new uh stuff that's coming down the pipe yeah that's a very good question he always said their strength is in manufacturing right so yeah definitely that's why like even with the ada it shows that like they're not. They're not a car company. They're like a software company, or a manufacturing company. They're an AI company. They're they're everything, right? A solar company, right? Yep. Yeah. They're and and I, it just goes to show you they're they're so versatile. They're branching out in so many different ways. I thought it was impressive. Anyways, anyone um have any questions? Uh, yeah, we had, no? we had one at the very beginning. Do you remember what that was? Uh. My Model 3 Phantom breaks a lot. Can you address that? 2021 Model 3 Standard Range Plus, 2,000 miles. Okay. Well, you know what the question Franklin's going to ask? <laughs> ask it, Franklin. You have... No, go ahead, Dax. You're the one who's really big on this. I beg your pardon? You're really big on this topic. Ask the question. Um, I don't know if you're still with us, but do you have... Um... Radar on your car now? Oh, <laughs> yes. No, because that 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 would make a big difference. Because you know we've seen a significant change in in my opinion, and from what I've heard out in the community, with phantom braking in in the cars that have radar and ones that don't have radar. So and it's. I, I, it's hard to answer with us. Yeah. yeah it's, it's a hard question to answer. Um, phantom braking has improved over the years and I imagine it'll continue to improve. Like I've noticed a difference from when I got mine in 2018 till now. Right. So yeah, yeah definitely. That's what we're like, is it a software issue or are we looking at a radar? Like, is it getting better because of not having a radar in there? Is it getting better because of the software? Cause I've noticed too, is it hasn't done it lately. Like usually when I come to a, like when the cars are merging in, I know that's when it's going to happen. So I keep my foot on the accelerator, and it doesn't happen too often anymore. So that's, is that the software getting better, or is, there, or is Dax's car a lot better because it doesn't have radar? Yeah, well, it, it could be also, like, what I find, it could be the software version. It also could be situational, too, right? Like, in where it's actually happening, because where 
where I my my regular commute, my standard commute that is the same route all the time, I don't notice it that much. But someone that is somewhere else in the country or in in the U.S. that is complaining about it more, maybe it's because the the software is picking up more f- false negatives or false positive, whatever they're called, um, in that in in his or her area. That doesn't mean what they're noticing isn't isn't um, you know phantom breaking and they're wrong in their uh, opinion. They're very correct. It's just it's happening more in say Louisiana than it is here in Ontario. Franklin's laughing at me. Am I am I out to lunch and thinking that like? No, no I'm laughing at a comment that oh, um, Mr. Gray EV left. Oh, did he leave? No, no, he he. he like left a comment he didn't leave here um he said rewrote the software in three months for non-reader yeah oh it's probably less he probably did in three weeks because they were scrambling because they they were holding those cars yeah yeah it was it was definitely scrambling um but i'll but like i said it could also be software too because i've noticed uh what version am i on now i've i haven't got an update in so long that i don't even know what version i'm on anymore i'm on version uh 21.4.21.3. 21.4.21.3. And in that version, I've noticed the whole autopilot and phantom braking is terrible. Like, there's so many things about it that it's just... And, you know, you know how we've had this? I mean, I know we don't have groundbreaking... I know we've talked about this too. We don't have groundbreaking uh, software updates this year like we have in the previous years. But, you know, in the previous years when you've had software updates, like for FSD or, or um, uh, navigate on autopilot where it'll do so good. And then, and the new updates will be so good. And then the next one, it'll be bad again. And it's like, takes two steps forward and one step back. You know, it's how it, does, it used to do that. Yeah. I think it still does it too. Cause uh, yeah, it's another example. When 21 point, uh, point one came out and then really quickly 2.2 and 0.3 came out. I know it's when I was on point two, I had a really like a couple crazy drives that were just ridiculous. Like it was doing crazy things, and then uh, a few days later, point three came out and everything was gone. So I think there was uh, either some bugs in that software, and they they fixed it quickly, or but you can definitely tell Noah's like when there's an update. Sometimes it's it gets a little tricky. Yeah, well, I've got um, what you were just talking about the the the, the latter there twenty one point three, and I can tell you that it's I don't know I I my opinion the previous version before was a lot better. Like I'm actually experiencing phantom breaking. I can't. I can't sit there in my ivory tower and look down at you peasants and say, "What's phantom breaking?" and laugh at you anymore because now I'm getting it again. Do you want me to sell you a radar chip? And I apologize when I did laugh at you. <laughs> no, no, you don't have to sell me a radar chip. That's just that just adds weight to my car. Hmm. I think that's the end of our questions. I think we covered. Okay. Uh, I will do a shameless plug for Gary here. Anyone on your screen, if you're watching this before August 31st, the last day of August, next week, I guess a week from tomorrow, and you're in the GTA, actually, maybe I shouldn't say this because, (laughs) Um, anyways, if you are in a GTA, there is a Lions Club in Oakville that does a a cruise night, like a car and shine, like one of those things where the old classic cars all come out and they all 
park up in this um, mall parking lot and they show off their cars. It's great. It's a cool thing. It's got a live DJ and playing music and stuff like that. I don't know. I haven't been to one this year, but I'm talking from experience of the ones previous years I've been to. When you guys went, was there a DJ this year? No. No? Okay, maybe they, they scrapped that. There was one in, in the past. But with COVID, maybe there isn't anymore. Um, we got a really good turnout last time. Um, yeah. Basically, what happened was you had all the Teslas together. And then on the other side, you had all the other cars mixed together. Well, you know what? We say they <laughs> add all... And I, I thought about this. like, uh, But did anyone go around to look at the classic cars? I like classic cars myself. I, it doesn't I have did. to be... Now, were they grouped in Fords and Chevys? And stuff no, no, like that, no. or are they they're just scattered? All, they're all scattered. Um, they really like mixed and mingled, where the Teslas were like stuck they're together. Segre- they're segregation happening. EVs yes, versus, definitely, yeah. definitely. Yeah. And you know what? At first, I'll be honest. I and I told Gary this. Uh, Gary is one of the spearheads of all this. Um, when he first wanted to do it last year, I was a little apprehensive. I was like, ah, you know what? We're going to piss those people off. I'm telling you. They're going to kick us out. But it, it, they're very good. The organizers are very good and very good about it. And they they, uh, they just like to see numbers at the end of the day. So they were very happy. They, they got a little ticked off when some people started um, smart summoning their cars near the you know, the classic cars that are one one-offs and stuff like that. They so, got a little nervous and they went on the loudspeaker like, no driving your cars without people in them or something like that. So quick quick story. Um, we, we're there and most of the Tesla owners left at this point. And there's still like a couple of classic cars left, right? And we're on like the other side of the lot. So I smart summoned my car all the way down to them and I opened up my frunk and then I shut it, like, to wave to them. And then I smart summoned it back. And they stopped looking at their cars. And they, like, this little crowd turned around to just totally look at the smart summon working. Wave to them and then come all the way back. Um, I forget who mentioned it. They said you should put, like, a sign underneath your front that says hello. So <laughs> when it opens, it says hello. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then you bring it back. Yeah, yeah. That's a good idea. Now, see, your car is best for that, I think, smart summon, because... I use it when a you use it and it's very aggressive and you know what we I know we've talked about this before I seriously think some cars do better than other cars I, I know it's supposed to be the same software and it's the same car and the same hardware and everything but if anyone knows what I'm talking about uh, and if anyone agrees with me they'll know because Franklin's car and if they've ever seen Franklin's car Franklin's car will do things that any other car that I've seen would stop and just like give up and start going back and forth and doing that whole like thing that it doesn't know what it's doing. Franklin's car is like, to hell with it. I'm going. And it'll just, it'll, yeah. it'll, it'll, it'll chance it. <laughs> I like, think when we were there last time, I don't remember, again, I don't remember who, but there's so many people that I, we talked to, right? Uh, they said smart summon does not work in this lot. I'm like, yeah, okay, no way. So I started smart summoning. My car like comes flying out of the parking lot, making the left. Like it doesn't care about stuff around it. No, and it all doesn't. the other cars are like super cautious it truly around. is. Yeah, truly there's is. something there's something wrong with my start summon. It's like it has no cares in the world. Yeah. Does yeah. it slow down in the winter? Yeah, it does. It does. Yeah, okay. so as soon as the temperature goes six degrees Celsius, I believe the threshold is, then it drops yeah. from ten kilometers down to three kilometers. Stupid. Yeah. Unusable. Yeah. Yeah, at that point it is unusable. Um although it is really safe because I use it inside a go parking lot, uh, basically like a big bus go uh train station where there's like a ton of cars and using in the middle of winter um and like we're talking like inches on either side and i just kind of let it go because it's only going like 
two kilometers an hour anyway, right? And it just like gl- like gracefully glides through and stuff like that. So it was nice. Yeah, no, it. I, I'm I'm surprised they didn't stop you last time, or maybe they had left already. The organizers. Anyways, um, this whole thing that we're talking about, and we got sidetracked into <laughs> Smart Summon. Um, it's going to be August thirty first. It's it's usually every Tuesday in the summer, uh, and it's at it's in Oakville. Uh, what's it's just it's just off the four hundred one. Sorry, four hundred one. It's just off the QEW, and I believe Gary, correct me if I'm wrong, Dorval, uh, or or you guys might know. Gary, Dorval, yeah, yeah, it's Dor- yeah it it, it's just it's just north of the QEW, and it's where the Metro and Boston Pizza parking lot is. Mm-hmm. Just north of the highway. And I can't just remember north the exact of the uh, Tesla Oakville. Yeah, it's it's close by. Um, you guys talk for a little bit. I'll find out the exact address because Gary has a Gary made a, a meetup. Should Not we meet talk up. about uh, the uh, Tesla GTA meetup that we just had? Yeah, yeah, sure. yeah, yeah. Go ahead. You, you... Tell us how well, it was. It was great. You guys had uh, you and uh, had a good setup going, and a lot of people showed up. Yeah, we. But... Yeah, more or less, we did a uh, Tesla meetup. Um, at the Mississauga Supercharger. So for the people who are listening who are not in uh, our area, it's basically in the Toronto area. Um, we scheduled like a week before, so we didn't expect to have a great turnout. Uh, in total, we had 51 Teslas, uh, like another 15 to 20 cars that weren't Teslas that showed up uh, because they either want to learn more about Teslas, uh, had them on order, or... That was a cool thing. That's yeah. what I like in these meetups is the people that that uh, can be shown what a Tesla or be educated about Tesla and not listen to the media. Yeah, so it's it's really neat. Um, in total, over the couple hours we were there, uh, my estimate was like 120, 130 people that rotated through. Yeah. Uh, we, we had people that were just supercharging uh, that stopped. Uh, we did like raffles with prizes. Uh, like no fees or anything. You got like free food if you came out, uh, free entry to the raffle. Um, there's people that were stopped to supercharge and I went up to one. I'm like, Hey, do you want to take it? It's like, I love to, but my wife is going to kill me. I have to meet her in like 10 minutes. And I'm like, you sure? He's like, all right, give it to me. So he yeah. To oh, yeah. To, yeah. He knows she's going to be mad regardless. So you might as well just yeah, yeah. say to have a it. chance <laughs> to win. Right. Um, so it's, uh, it was neat. Yeah. So here is the meetup information for people watching. Uh, if, if you get a chance, it's, I know it's in the middle of the week, this Tuesday type of thing. Uh, it's after 6 o'clock, anytime after 6. But uh, if you get a chance, if you're down in that area in the west end of the GTA, come on by. Uh, the official address is 270 North Service Road West in Oakville. Uh, be, be a cool thing. I'm going to try to attend. Uh, more than likely, I'll be there. But um, Franklin, you going to be there? Dan, you going to be there? I yeah, think I'm working, but maybe. Oh, they'll be there. That's what they're saying. <laughs> I, I don't know if I will be. Yeah, I'm kidding. Yeah, if, if you can. I, I haven't been to one this year. That's why I'm going to try to make it out. Um, but Oh, if you're I, going, I'm definitely not. No. Uh, okay, perfect. So I will be there for sure, folks. <laughs> no, anyways, uh, you know what? This was fun. I mean, it's been seven weeks, and I sort of forgot what to do, and you guys helped me out. So thanks for doing that. Do you have a Tesla story before we go? Oh, I see. It's been so long. I've forgotten. Uh, do I have a test? Do you have one? I can make something up. Okay, make no, something no. up. Uh, Dan, do you have something? 
I have a little one. I just noticed a little uh, okay. card, not a car, uh, a little rock chip in my door today. So I'm a little disappointed. Uh, if you guys know of any uh, detailing shops that can fix that, let me know. Ew. Is it to the down past the paint to the metal? Yeah, one is. Ooh. Yeah, it's is small it, though. Is but... it dented? No, no. It's just uh, it looks like a, a stone chip. Oh. So I might either do the uh, paint a paint repair kit or. If a professional can do it, make it look perfect again. Yeah. No, I don't I don't know of anyone. Uh Franklin, do you have anything? Yeah, so I took my dog to the park. Um when I say park, I mean like I went to uh, like a bigger park, so that's better. It's better be test related. No, no, it is. So <laughs> I took kidding. my dog. I took my it dog. doesn't have to be. I took my frunk puppy to the park. Okay. <laughs> How much more test related can you get? Um so when I say park, like there's a big massive uh, thing where they have like all these different things, uh, like farm animals and so on and so forth. So I leave my car there. And it's called a petting come... zoo. Yeah, petting zoo. Okay, thank you. <laughs> I don't know. My dogs bark at the farm animals. So oh, yeah, um, yeah. One of them became friends with a calf there. Anyway, we're getting so sidetracked. Uh, I get back to my car, and sentry mode comes up with like three different. Uh, events and I always click my sentry mode events when I get in my car so I can delete them if they're no good uh, one of them happened to be a kid like pushing down on the front of hood of my car Jesus and I don't know why and there's no parents like I couldn't they're nowhere to be seen in any of the video footage and eventually his sister came and pulled him over like to, to get off the car but I, I just don't understand bad parenting that's all it is. That's the only way you could sum that up. He yeah. wants to see if Sentry worked. <laughs> or he's a Tesla Q. Please, please. Yeah, it's Tesla Q. They're, they're growing them young. <laughs> is it Tesla Q or Tesla? I've been saying Tesla all this time. Have you? Yeah. It's Tesla Q? Yeah. All right. Then. All right. He's like jotting down notes. All right, let's correct yeah. this. No, no, Tesla is fine. I don't know how okay. many people understand it, but it's okay. Yeah. yeah. All right, Dax, your story? Oh, no, you know what? The only thing I can think of, I mean, I haven't been driving it much, but the only thing I can think of is, is similar to Dan's. It's a it's a negative story. Well, I guess yours is negative too, frankly. Um, yes and no. I mean, I got, knew the Tesla, so yeah, that's yeah. a positive. Did, it, did you have any damage? Did you check your car? No, no, no damage. It's too dirty to see, isn't it? Well, because I don't have car wash mode. Yeah, okay. We end like we started. And what? We end like, like we started. We, yeah, it all comes full circle. <laughs> um, no, the other thing I think of is a, about a, a week ago, I was driving home in the uh, pouring rain. Uh, and you know what? I can actually talk about – no, that's too complicated. That takes too long. I'm not going to talk about how the, how the bad negative part of um, – a radarless car and autopilot is, but I'll just talk about, I was getting off the highway and there was this debris. I didn't know what it was, but it was dark and it was rainy and the wipers were going and uh, I hit a puddle and it splashed up and I didn't see that debris anymore. I don't even know what it was. I heard a little noise and I thought I just ran over it and whatever. And I got home and next day passed. I didn't notice anything. And the day after that, I came out to the front of my car and I noticed these, it looked like three small claw marks. It looked like a velociraptor took uh, a chunk out of my PPF on the front, the nose area. 
And that's exactly what it looked like. It looked like three claw marks. And it actually ripped the PPF. And I've got one of the thickest PPFs in the market. 10 mils, I think it is. Um, and it went down to the paint and it scratched the paint. You can see little black parts and my car is white. So I was pretty pissed off and I didn't know what it was. I checked all like, like you guys do. You checked all your, my sentry cameras and everything thinking somebody hit me or something like that. And then I realized as I was checking the sentry, I realized that in the sentry thing, when I went over that puddle and I guess when I got to the light, I must've, I was half asleep. I, I, I saved the clip and I looked back at the clip and I, and I didn't, you don't notice anything from the front view clip, but the, the, one of the, uh, uh, side repeaters, the driver's side. If you look at it very closely, you can see some object going off to the to the side of. Sorry, hitting the mic there. Going off to the side of the car. So, and it looked like it was a good size, whatever it was. So that noise and that debris that I saw, and then that little thing in the camera I saw, all leads me to believe that that's what caused that. Because I can't think of anything else. So, so I'm gonna have to. I don't. I mean, the, the PPF obviously isn't repairable i'm gonna have to get it replaced i think and that's gonna suck for me and my uh, detailer because i know he's not gonna want to do it and i don't want to <laughs> spend the money for it uh and i don't know but more importantly i mean a ppf could be replaced but i'm wondering if that little scratch underneath the ppf on the paint itself can be repaired so dan if you find somebody let me know because I'll i might let you know i might be I right behind you coming. They yeah. got some quotes coming. Yeah. Ah, cool. Uh, do you want actually elaborate on that story? Because I know there's uh, a good point in there for uh, those radar, non-radar people out there. Yeah, you know what? It, it's it's going to be a while. We're already uh, a minute and sorry, an hour and fifteen in. I'm gonna gonna save that. I'm gonna make a video. I'm gonna make a video. Okay. So anyone that's a uh, part of this channel, uh, or if you're not subscribed, subscribe. There is. As much as I joke with Franklin and we banter back and forth about the non-radar cars versus the radar cars, and we have a little uh, uh, pissing matches about it, everything all all lighthearted and, and tongue in cheek and everything. Um, there, there is, and and as much as I I think uh, the camera-based systems is the future, um, whether we want to or want it or not, um, there is a negative thing that I found. Uh, with with it that I've encountered. Now it's a very and I'm, I don't mean to tease you guys, but I, like I said, it's too long to get into right now. Wait for wait for the video. Um, it is very unique and it's very situational. So it, it's not for everyone. It's not going to happen every single time. It's not a flaw, but it is a flaw. You, you'll you'll see. I, I hate to tease you guys. Sorry, but um, it's just too long. I want to end off the podcast now, anyways. But thanks for bringing that up, Dan. Yeah. But uh, and and thanks for being on the show too. Uh, where can people find you, Dan? When, uh, they can find uh, me at uh, Northern, Northern Tesla on Twitter and YouTube. Uh, if you guys want to check out a video from the meetup from last week, there's one there just posted. Yep, which I worked on. Yeah, so yeah, very good uh, cinematography. Yeah, yeah, Dan puts out good videos. What I didn't even notice, and Franklin brought it up to me a couple a few weeks ago, that uh, you try to do about two videos a week, right? No, just one a week. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not crazy. What's well, I have kids and a job. <laughs> One a week. I apologize. Week, but when yeah. you do, you do, uh, Franklin sort of said that you sort of have a pattern to yours. You do one short one and then one long one. And you alternate yeah, so back like, and forth. Yeah, I kind of work a lot during the week. So when I'm working, I try to do a little short one just to get one out there. And then uh, during the, uh, so I have two weeks to do a long one. So 
Yeah, that's, that's good. Do it. Yeah. I'm glad you have a pattern because I don't have a pattern. <laughs> I've got so many things in my head and I just don't have time to do it. And that's why I haven't put a, out a video in a long while. But I know how you feel. That's how yeah. I do my videos. I have so much going on, super busy, um, a lot of work. So uh, yeah. don't have a lot of time for videos. Yeah, I hear you. I hear you, buddy. It happens. It's yeah. life. And it's a whole reason, not that it's an excuse, but it's a reason, the whole reason why uh, we haven't had a podcast in a little while, right? So I get yeah. it. Where can people... fun, right? You do it for fun, right? And and yeah. But at the end of the day, we all have families and lives um, that, um, you know, pay the bills and uh, we have bigger commitments to, even though we try to try to make a commitment to this, but it doesn't always, always, so always work out. You can find me on Mother Frunker on YouTube. Uh, you can find find me on M Frunker on Twitter. Uh, I'm on other social sites. I don't use them all that often. And you can also find me right here on the Tesla Talks podcast. Yes, yes. <laughs> well, thanks for coming on, guys. And uh, you know, Franklin's gonna yell at me if I don't say, but you know, here on YouTube at Dax M Tesla Talks, that's where you can find me. Um, and then I'm on Facebook every now and then, just monitoring and um, uh, moderating our. Um, Canadian Model 3 group and our Canadian Model Y group and stuff like that. And occasionally, once in a blue moon, I know we had a blue moon recently, once in a blue moon on Twitter. <laughs> anyway, thanks for joining us, all the people in the chat room, all the people that are listening to the podcasts, uh, the audio parts and stuff like that. Thanks for listening. Thanks for tuning in. I almost said, I almost did it there, guys. I almost said we'll catch you here next week. <laughs> and we all know that ain't going to happen. <laughs> wow. No, yes. bad attitude. No, I will do my best. Uh, probably not a week, but probably two weeks. I got some vacation coming up, so yeah. Now, if, if Elon yeah. says next week that Cybertruck's releasing in, in October, are we doing a podcast or we're we're doing a podcast? Okay, <laughs> guaranteed. <laughs> Thanks for watching, guys. Thanks to the guys in the in the panel and the guests. Uh, we will see you here next week. Take care. Not next week. <laughs>